0: This is Rhema for Today.
1: The fact is, he loves his own sick and suffering child even more than he loves the sinner. Thank God he does. And the mercy, the compassion of the Lord, as the scripture said, is from everlasting to everlasting. Hallelujah. Again, the scripture said, Like as a father pitieth his children, So the Lord pitieth them that fear Him. Again, the scripture said, As the heavens is high above the earth, so great is His mercy toward them that fear Him. Not only toward the sinner, but toward them that fear Him.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching, God's Healing Mercy. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: Now, not only, friends, is God able, but He's also willing to do, as Ephesians 3.20 said, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. He's not only able to do it, He's willing to do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Brother Bosworth went on to say, and I I like this statement, he said, his love is so great that it could not be fully gratified by blessing all the holy beings in the universe. Therefore, it is extended to his enemies throughout the whole earth. God's love is extended to his enemies. Remember what Paul said, that Christ died for us while we were yet enemies of God. Amen, isn't that right? his love. Think about his love. He extended to his enemies throughout the whole earth. Praise God. Brother Bosworth said, it seems to me that God would rather we should doubt his ability than his willingness. Now notice further our text, what our text said. That 145th Psalm, the and ninth verse. He went on to say that the Lord is gracious. We've looked at that now. Then notice it says, the Lord is full of compassion, slow to anger, and of great mercy. How could you doubt his willingness in the light of such scripture as that? Now we need to realize that, you know, as he said, he's full of compassion. The Greek word translated compassion means to suffer with Another. Accordingly, Isaiah said, in all of their afflictions, he was afflicted. Hallelujah. Brother Bosworth said, is it not strange that this wondrous fact of his mercy toward the sick, so clearly seen and applied during the darker ages of the Old Testament, should be overlooked and set aside in this better age, In which is opened the way for the fullest possible manifestation of His mercy toward every phase of human need. Our text in the 145th Psalm, the 8th and 9th verse, after showing the greatness of His compassion, closes with the logical conclusion The Lord is good to all. How many? How many? The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. In other words, he's so full of compassion that he cannot be a respecter of persons in the bestowal of his mercies. You see, God is no respecter of persons when it comes to the bestowal of his mercies, none whatsoever. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, God, uh, and I want to go on quoting something here because I like it. I like the way he says it. Brother Bosworth said, He said, How could he, who being unable to fully gratify his benevolent heart by blessing holy beings, extend his mercies to the wicked of the earth, withhold the common blessing of healing from any of his obedient children? What a strange doctrine! that the sick are not to look for as much mercy during this age of grace which prophets and kings desired to see and angels desired to look into as sufferers did during the darker ages in the Old Testament. Is God, Brother Bosworth asked this question, now more willing to show the mercy of forgiveness to the devil's children than he is the mercy of healing to his own? The fact is, he loves his own sick and suffering child even more than he loves the sinner. Thank God he does. And the mercy, the compassion of the Lord, as the scripture said, is from everlasting to everlasting. Hallelujah. Again, the scripture said, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Again, the scripture said, as the heavens is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Not only toward the sinner, but toward them that fear him. The sick Christian can say with Solomon in Second Chronicles six, fourteen, there is no God like thee, which keepeth covenant and showeth mercy unto thy servants that walk before thee with all their heart. Then in the 25th Psalm and the 10th verse, not some, but all the paths, all the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. All of them are. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. Now, not just to his enemies, but unto such as keep his covenants and his testimonies. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Now, in conclusion, again today, this comes to the New Testament to see the mercy of God and the compassion of the Lord. Let's look again at Scripture we looked at yesterday and then add one or two to it. You'll notice in the, the, uh, Mark, the first chapter, the forty through the 45th verse, and there came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying to him, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now notice what it said. And Jesus moved with what? moved with what? Compassion. Compassion. Put forth his hand and touched him and saith unto him, I will be thy clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. I want you to notice again it was compassion that moved Christ to heal the leper. Then another way to say that was the healing of the leper was a display of his compassion. Saying another way, the healing of the leper revealed the compassion and the mercy of the Father God. Then we looked at this scripture, Matthew the 14th chapter, the 13th and 14th verse. He departed thence by ship into a desert place apart, and when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude, I'm reading the King James translation now, and was moved with compassion toward them. What did that produce? What does the next statement say? And he healed their sick. Hallelujah. So here, as elsewhere, he was plenteous in mercy to all that had need of healing. And it was what that moved him? Compassion. Same Greek word, translated compassion, translated mercy is mercy. Compassion or mercy. All right, let's go a step further today then. Let's look at Matthew the 20th chapter. I want to reemphasize. This is so important. We don't, we don't hear this so much. We ought to hear more of it. Because the more you hear it, the more you'll convince, be convinced. All right, Matthew the 20th chapter, 29th through the 34th verse. And as they departed from Jericho... A great multitude followed him, and behold, two blind men sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out, saying, "Have mercy on us, O Lord, Thou Son of David." Now notice when Jesus stopped and so on, what he said. What will ye that I shall do unto you? They say unto him, Lord that our eyes may be opened so Jesus had compassion on them remember he's full of compassion remember the same you see the text said here they cried out have mercy on us the same Greek root word is used here So he had compassion, or he had mercy. He had mercy. Compassion means to have mercy. He had compassion on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. Now then, let's analyze that. Let's look at it for a moment. Here, these blind men ask for the mercy of having their eyes open. Didn't he? Didn't he? And Jesus granted unto them the mercy of healing, proving that healing is a mercy as well as forgiveness. But you see, everybody knows forgiveness is a mercy. That's been preached widely, widespread. Widespread. But how many of us know that healing is also a mercy? And is just as readily obtainable as is the mercy of forgiveness. And yet I've said that to people, I mean good people, even born again, spirit-filled, full gospel people, preachers, ministers. And they said, I wish I could believe it. Well, do you think they got healed? No, bless their darling hearts. Some of them had to retire early from ministry. Good men but they doubted his mercy they didn't doubt his mercy of forgiveness but when you pointed this out to him when I said this to him they said I wish I with tears I appreciate their honesty but I wished I could believe it I said thank God I can and I've been enjoying his mercy all these years he is merciful he is merciful hallelujah
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. The next item is the three-CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan Casting All of Your Cares Upon the Lord. All of these items are for the special price of $20. That's six ninety five off the retail price. Call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 Again, call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org.
1: Well, mark your t- calendars. December the 2nd, Cyber Monday. Yep. Yes, from uh, 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. And there's uh, there will be a lot of sales, 50% off of... All our uh, Faith Library products. Yeah, that's our uh, publishing company. That's right. Uh, F- FLP. Now, there are a few exclusions, but yeah, most of them are 50% off. Most percent of them are, off. are most of the, they're 50% off. Uh, mark, that, mark it on your calendar. That's and right. be there. A good time or, to restock your books that you've given away. Or you can go to Rama.org and get all the details. That's right.
0: Monday, Kennethy e. Hagan will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.